conversations that speak to every color of who you are. This is Jen Tringale, and you're listening to the Jen Tringale Podcast. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the podcast. My name is Jen Tringale. Well, here we are in a brand new year. Happy New Year, everybody. Happy 2024. It's a brand new year. And even though some say, well, it's just the turning of a calendar page, still there's significance to it, isn't there? I feel it. I think we all feel it on some level. And it's the potential of a lot of things. But Before we get into any of that, let me just say that I am so delighted to be starting out this new year with you, and I hope that this podcast today just paints a landscape for you as you are thinking about this year and all that's on your plate and in your heart to do, but that this podcast would speak to those things, help clarify, help you sort through and even pinpoint some things that God has for you. I don't know how you spent New Year's Eve, but for me, New Year's Eve morning is a special time. And I really try and keep that quiet and set apart to just spend some time with the Lord. And just this New Year's Eve, I was doing that here in my home in Nashville. And God had been stirring some things in my heart for this next year, for 2024, some things that He had started putting in motion. But I just wanted to sit with the Lord that morning, and I did, and just said, Lord, you know, is there anything more? Is there a direction or a word, something specific that you want me to point toward or or gear up for? And all those things were stirring in my heart. And I just felt this prompting of the Holy Spirit leading me to read Psalm chapter 31. So immediately I thought, well, that's appropriate. It's the 31st of December, the last day of the year. And so I picked up my Bible and I started reading through it, and my eyes really zeroed in on verse 15. And there's a lot of translations that you can read this in. I wound up reading about 10 of those and even kind of looked into a little bit of the word studies. And essentially, verse 15, all of that put together, basically has this statement in it. The psalmist David said, Lord, my times and seasons are in your hands. And when I read that on the last day of 2023, going into a new year, it just hit my heart. And I thought, what an incredible pressure-free place to start. For all of the envisioning that we can do, and there's nothing wrong with that, but for all of the planning and, and the plotting that we could do, What if instead we took this invitation and just gave this year to the Lord? Think about it. He already knows every door, every destined place he has for us. He already has every divine connection that he intends for you to make in store. Why not give this year to the Lord? 
What if we just paused here in this first month of this new year and we just said, Lord, you know, you know the responsibilities that are before me this year. You know what it looks like right now in the natural. And yet, I give you this next year of 2024. Essentially, if we're just saying, God, in this next year, here's my plan. I'm yours to command. See, I believe in this new year that your greatest asset is going to be all of your leadings of the Lord, being led by Him, the still small voice of the Lord, the inward witness, the knowings that come to us from the Lord, that those are really going to be the plans that we make, the visions that we grab hold of. They are going to be an accumulation of what our days, our weeks, our months of this new year look like. I want to remind you of a few verses. Romans chapter 8 and verse 14 says, Those that are led by the Spirit of God are the sons of God. Now, a lot of times as Christians, we can take that almost as condemning, going, I'm only his child if if I'm being led. But really what God is saying is the privilege of children of God is that they are receiving leadings from him. The gift, the treasure, the inheritance that comes with calling God your father and being a son or a daughter of his means that you have been given the ability for him to lead you. Listen to this verse, Deuteronomy 31 and verse 8 says, The Lord will lead you. He himself is with you, and he will not leave you or fail you. And I love this one in Psalms 32, verse 8. It says, The Lord says, I will guide you along the pathway for your life. I will advise you, and I will watch over you. So if being led by him is our big plan for this year, And he's promised that as his children, he will lead us. I think this begs the question, what are we doing with these leadings once we have them? What I mean is taking stock and saying, as a child of God, am I stewarding the leadings that he gives me well? Am I paying attention to them when they come? Do I sit up straight on the inside and go, I believe that was a leading of the Lord? Or do I have sort of a passive attitude about it? I think this question is begging us to look at, you know, how do you value in your mind's process when a leading comes in your spirit, when that nudge comes, when it's a knowing or that still small voice, what is the value system in how we respond to that? Do we respect it by pausing our intellect, pausing our plan, pausing our ambition, pausing our to-do list? Oh, that one gets me. How about are we pausing our preferences and our prerogative, our built-in inward bias in order to respect and value, Lord, I believe you're 
you're leading me here, and I'm going to pay attention to that. I'm saying if our plan is for our lives to be led by him on a daily basis as we walk out this year, then it seems like it would be a really good idea for you and I to reevaluate how we are handling and stewarding those leadings as they come. I want to share a story with you that I believe goes with this out of Judges chapter 5. And this is really a story with so many layers to it. But this piece is really about moving at the word of the Lord. So in Judges chapter 5, we find Israel, the people of God, are at the end of 20 years of living under oppression. They are enslaved to an enemy nation, an enemy king. And during these 20 years of oppression, they have had a judge in their midst uh, who was also a prophet, and her name was Deborah. And in chapter four that sets us up for this, the prophetess and judge Deborah receives the word of the Lord. And she calls for the commander of Israel, Barak, to come to her. And she says to him, Has the Lord not spoken to you that you are now to rise up and go against this enemy king and that you will defeat him? Has the Lord not spoken to you that you are to take the tribes of Naphtali and Zebulun and you are to move forward And that the Lord is saying, you will be victorious. So Barak responds and he says, yes, and if you'll go with me, I'll do it. And so she she says, I'll go with you. And so they send out this word of the Lord to the tribes and specifically calling for Naphtali and Zebulun. And all the tribes start responding in different ways. But in chapter 5, There's this piece that tells us that another tribe, the tribe of Reuben, started out saying, that's the word of the Lord. Absolutely, we will go. But when they got to the river that they had to cross to go into battle, it says that Reuben stalled and started wondering at the words that had been given in their heart. Essentially, they started pondering amongst themselves, do we really do this? Is this right? It was sort of one of those, should we stay or should we go now kind of moments. And I believe this story is significant because if this year is the Lord's, we're giving it to Him, then that means our criteria is when He says move, we move. When He says do it. We do it. When he says pause, we pause. When he says go, we go. When he says wait, we wait. And if we're going to live by this, it means we are going to have to have a commitment to the place that we value the word of the Lord. I mean, you think about it, 20 years in oppression and this word comes and now they are facing the critical moment. And haven't we all been there? Maybe you're there right now. Maybe you recently have been. And none of us know what this year holds, but in critical moments when 
trusting God is going to be make or break? Are we going to dial down and downgrade and discount the leading of the Lord and what he's given us to do? Or are we going to stand with him and stand with his word and move forward and follow through? Because here's the deal. We're all entrusting ourselves to something all the time. I mean, think about it this way. If you needed to get across the ocean to get to Europe and you're listening from the United States, whatever nation you might be listening from, let's say you've got to cross an ocean to get to the country that you've got to go to. You're going to have to entrust yourself to something to get there. You could put yourself in a cardboard box and float yourself across the ocean. And in no time at all, that thing is going to fill with water. It's going to fall apart and you are going to be stuck. If you entrust yourself to that cardboard box, it's not going to get you very far. But on the other hand, you're probably going to entrust yourself to get you there to a jet. You're probably going to get on a pretty big airplane to get you across that ocean to the other side, to the place where you need to be. And think about it. When you entrust yourself to that airliner, you are receiving all the benefits and the resources that come with that airliner jet. You're getting the benefits of those jet engines. You're getting the benefits of the fuel. You're getting the benefits of the air cabin pressure, the skilled pilot, the skilled crew, all of their resources and knowledge to get you from where you are to where you need to be. My point is, in this year, you and I are going to have to entrust ourselves to some things. Why not entrust ourselves in this year and all that concerns us? to the Lord. Why? Because he's well able. So in this first month of 2024, I want to encourage you to take stock of how you handle and manage the leadings of the Lord. I want to challenge you to create an intimacy place where you treasure and those leadings can transpire and come forth. That's your beginning place. Secondly, I want to remind you that who you are is a spirit. You are a spirit and you receive leadings from the spirit of God inside of you. It's not something you achieve or acquire. It's who you are. Listen to me, you are not a self-propelled machine. You are not a walking, talking, achieving, working out that to-do list. No, you are a spirit. You are a spirit being with a mind, living in a physical body, having a natural experience, but all the while, who you are is a spirit. So being led by him, because he lives inside of you, is something that is transpiring with you all day 
long. I encourage you to carve out and create an intimacy place with Him where nothing else has your attention and you and I can be more focused. But when you leave that place and you get in your car and you go to work for the day, you know, you might have a moment in your car where you say, oh, Lord, just be with me and, and lead me and guide me. And then you get out of the car and you go to work. Well, when you do that, does the Lord stay in the car waiting for you to get back? When you leave your quiet place of intimacy in your home somewhere, does the Lord stay there and wait for you to return? No, of course not. He's in you. In Him, you live and move and have your being, which means that you are cohabiting and fellowshipping with Him, wherein He can lead you all throughout the day and night. It's just a matter of how aware of this are we. This is why I'm challenging you in 2024 to take stock of your leadings. Take stock of how you respond when they come. I believe it means you're going to have to carve out new highways in your mind, where as you're paying more attention to the leadings of the Spirit in your spirit, when they come, you start training your mind to get quiet and be still. And let the Spirit of God begin to breathe upon what He's leading you to do and confirm that leading so that you can walk this year out hand in hand with Him. There's a prayer I want to close out this podcast with that is literally hundreds of years old. It's a Puritan prayer, and they would pray this over each new year, and it's so precious. And I want to just pray this prayer and share it with you at the end of this podcast time together. Here's the prayer. As I launch my boat on the unknown waters of this year, I do it with you, O Father, as my harbor, with you, O Jesus, at the helm, and with you, Holy Spirit, filling my sails. Guide me, Heavenly Father. Strengthen me with truth. Give me oil to keep my lamp burning. Keep my ear open to your callings and your leadings. Keep my heart full of your love. Keep my soul free. I ask you for your grace to keep me, for your comforts to cheer me, for your wisdom to teach me, for your right hand to guide me, for your laws in your word to judge me, for your presence to stabilize me. And may the fear of the Lord be my awe and your triumphs my joy. I pray this over you in this new year as the Father leads and guides you by His Spirit, may you move into a greater place of living and walking with Him to a greater degree than you've ever known. I want to encourage you, maybe you've already had thoughts and prayers over this year, but I want to encourage you sometime in the first month of this year 
to find a quiet place and just give him this year. He is the God of the impossible. And rather than put our faith and trust in our own plan and drum up our own way, why not just put our faith in his? I believe that if you and I will do this, we are going to see the supernatural, miraculous, joy-filled goodness of God play out across the span of our life in this year in a masterful, beautiful way, more than we could have ever done or dreamed of on our own. I want to thank you for listening to the podcast this month, and I encourage you to keep listening throughout this year. It's such an honor to be a part of your journey in what God has called you to do. We've got some exciting things coming up this year that I'm going to be sharing with you soon. You can check it out on our social medias on Instagram and Facebook, as well as visiting our website. You can sign up for our monthly emails at jentrangale.com. Well, that wraps up our podcast for this month. I speak a blessing over you. Have a great week, everybody, and I will see you back here next time. Bye-bye.